And we are live here in the gymnasium, folks. I am your host, XFL Jim. It's episode number 23. Joined, as always, by my illustrious co-host with the main of a god. It is Chase Lupine Fiasco Sesums. How you doing, buddy? I'm here. I'm here. I'm, uh... This is probably my, my worst week ever weekly showdown performance, but uh, I'm going to shrug it off because you know what? Tomorrow's a new week and uh, DJ's going to DJ. And uh, yeah, man, just pumped to be in the garage as always. There is always tomorrow. That is, what is that, Annie? Is that an Annie quote? <laughs> uh, it's the sun will come out tomorrow. Oh, I might fuck know. it, whatever. I might know a little bit about musical theater. No big deal. <laughs> I don't know shit about shit, but let's just jump into everything going on. But before we do, the gymnasium is brought to you by Manscaped, specifically Manscaped promo code XFL. Make sure you go to Manscaped, get the lawnmower 4.0. You want your balls to be looking like my face and my head, nice and clean and crisp and barren. That's where you got to go. Manscaped, get the lawnmower 4.0 and make sure you use promo code XFL at checkout for 20% off and free fucking shipping it does not get better than that folks it doesn't you know why it doesn't get better jim tell them why chase because x go give it to you you're goddamn right i am so first off we've got actual football going on right now the nfl preseason week one just wrapped up what did you think my man how did you uh how'd you feel about the games you know uh I got a bone to pick with uh, Sling, Sling TV, the NFL Network. Like I was blacked out of like all but like two games. Like I, I could not get like video to come up on on a few of them. So I only got to watch like a handful of them. Well, um, that sucks. Yeah, it really does. Um, but from what I saw, I mean, it was exciting just to have football back. Um I kind of really enjoyed uh, the Detroit Lions uh, getting their hearts broken, even if it was just a preseason game. Um, that made me smile uh, on the inside. Um, some things just never change. Some things just never change. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's always I like seeing these. I like watching them because I like seeing like who the future of a team might be. Like, can I pick out mm-hmm. someone who I'm like, OK, they're actually going to make they're gonna make an impact this year this is this is who's gonna do it and so you know it, it's cool to see that uh but there's also i mean there was some pretty good play by some rookies that's that's what i like about the preseason i like the aspect of we get to evaluate these rookies coming in we get to evaluate these players who have been around the nfl that are still trying to make a team it's kind of nice to see them get their shot and still like play all out and it's it's fun to see the rookies like watching justin fields come out mm-hmm. was super fun he struggled at the beginning but watching him in the second half it's awesome and it's also it's fun to, to speculate and be like wow he looked really good in the preseason i can't wait till he disappoints all the bears fans but for now for now we are living super sky high everyone can evaluate their team in a positive light during the preseason it's always a magical time where everyone's team is good or yeah potential to be good and that's the that's the thing is like a trying not to like get too high or too low on what you're seeing in the preseason. That That's like, to me, that's the key to like surviving the preseason as, as a fan. Like, you know, if you're Detroit, 
you know, don't don't get your heart broken because you lost. Like, there's going to be plenty of heartbreak later. Like, but you know, um, if there you have like the like Denver, like don't get don't get too jacked up if you're a Denver fan over what Denver did in their game. You know, that's it's it's just keep an even keel and just look at it from more of like an analytical perspective. Uh, on on that note with the Denver Broncos, fuck them forever. Uh, if you've been listening to this podcast, you would know that I am very heavy on preseason unders going into the NFL. And I bet every not only did I bet every single game under this week one, which was awesome. They all hit except for two. Um, but I parlayed the Saturday games. I parlayed all of those unders together. And the Denver Broncos are the only team that fucked me in my ass. They fucked me in my bussy. That's right. I'm going to say that right there. Fuck the you, Broncos. God, I hate them forever. I. <laughs> and they the way they the way they uh, did it was they left the starters in for damn near the, whole, the entire game, man. Playing against like second team, third team defenses. Yeah, so you can be like, oh, Drew Locke actually looked pretty good. He was he was balling out, but that's the thing he, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who did who did you ball out against exactly? Like someone struggling to make the punt cover team or an actual defense? And yeah, that sucks because you, I, I understand it if you're the if you're the Broncos coaching staff. Like you got to see you got to see like if it's going to be. Uh, Drew Locke, or if it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater, like you've got a that mm-hmm. was not a good offense. Like you probably probably got a lot of competition on that roster for for who's actually going to be playing every single Sunday. But at the same time, they fucked up my man's parlay, so fuck them. Yeah, I can't I can't get behind that. But on a positive note for preseason football, it really does feel like football is back when you see the Rams and the Raiders, like Rams and Raiders fans, get into it in the stands. Love seeing that. Just a, Dude, a fucking brawl. Yeah, our, our one of our boys from our from our private chat. Uh, he uh, he had a pretty good like four point video breakdown uh, of that fight, but he left out the most crucial point, which was the guy in the Jared Goff shirt going to butt punches. Who butt yeah. punches anybody anymore? Yeah, that's a that's a weird move right there. That's you don't uh, see that very often. I don't know how effective that is. It's like he practices ass maga and like all of his all of his martial arts ass maga training is like dedicated to getting himself in position to just like fucking hammer that right ass cheek. He's gonna do you're gonna he's gonna send you home with a bruised butt cheek. That's his yeah. that's his goal going in a fight. He's like, I may get my fucking shit pushed in, but you are going to be sore when you're sitting on the toilet. Man, he'll I remember I remember being a kid on the playground and someone kicking me in the butthole before. And it was quite possibly one of the most painful things that has ever happened to me in my life. It's not great. I've been kicked in the gooch before, like the area between yeah. the balls. And the, oh, God, God, you, you see stars. <laughs> the last year I played baseball, I played catcher and uh, like I had like a strained arm or something and I had to sit it out. And the guy who was catching that game had a had a ball skip in low and skip up and hit him behind the cup right basically basically hit this kid in the in in the prostate and i can still like i still can hear my coach like in my head and still laugh about it just hear me go oh you got hit the tank (laughs) 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 and so i had to drag my dead ass arm out there because he took a he took a a wild pitch to the taint oh good times childhood what preseason always a fun time get lets us evaluate these players 
you had some evaluating to do for your Saints. Yeah. Um, I mean, we knew we knew going into it, it's going to kind of be like the, the Denver situation that there is going to be a, a quarterback battle. There's going to yeah, we've talked about this for like well, we're, when we evaluate each game each week of the NFL, we've been like, we don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for a list of teams. And the Saints have been one of them each week. Yep. And so Taysom Hill and Jameis both got significant time. Uh, Taysom actually got the start in this one. And uh, the main takeaway was they both looked shitty. <laughs> Jameis, Jameis. Okay, so my my thought process on Jameis is he looks completely shit until he doesn't, and then he looks amazing. There's not really an in between with that guy. He's just he's I don't know. He's never developed into the to the guy that he was in college. Like I I think I've said it here before. Like I remember watching his very first game in college against Pitt, where he nearly completed like every single pass, and it wasn't like. 15 it was like 30 passes yeah. uh and i don't know they my main my main thing is going to be especially if if it's going to be Jameis, is going to be you know keeping possession val- valuing the ball we all know that he can uncork it and, and get it deep but if, if he's throwing 40 picks a year like he did in in tampa bay like you're you're no use to us and then Taysom, he's got questions in the passing game what does he do he goes out he throws a pick yeah not great. You know who did look <laughs> kind of not bad? Ian Book. Yo, we're rolling with the theme that the rookies actually looked pretty fucking good this weekend. I It might. All right. It's probably not. But who knows? Like Taysom or sorry, Ian Book might push for at least the backup, if not the starting, if he or if he can, you know, get out there, if he can. I mean, he threw a pick, too, but that's excusable because he's not only a rookie, he's not even like a first through third round rookie, I think. Like, I think he was a later draft. Pickup. He's it's it gives you hope that, like, even if Jameis or Taysom doesn't work out, you're not totally fucked that you right. still have like a serviceable quarterback as a backup. He's kind of like a happy blend between the two. He's a little bit mobile. He could run a little mm-hmm. bit, but he's but he's not Taysom. He's not the Mormon missile. And, you know, he, he actually but he's also got the pocket passer kind of thing like Jameis does. But I, I, if I remember he, through his, his college no, career, he didn't throw a lot of picks. No, he was he was a very conservative kind of quarterback. He would just he he's one of those guys. That, it's a Notre Dame quarterback in the modern era. He just takes what the defense will give him. Oh, you mean like like Drew Brees did and won a Super Bowl and started for 15 years? I would not compare Ian Book to Drew Brees, but yeah. Yeah, it was a stretch, (laughs) but I don't know. They both played in Indiana schools, I guess. You know, it's funny because I just talked about not getting too high or too low by how your team does in preseason. (laughs) I feel really fucking low right now based off of that game. Yo, the Dolphins defense is going to go fucking – they're gonna they're gonna keep teams scoreless. That's where I'm at right now. Dude, re re inking Xavier Howard was just massive for them. He is a game wrecker. I I've liked him for a couple of years now. Didn't even play in the preseason. Dude, it's I'm so fucking hype. I, the hype levels for college football and the pros are off the fucking charts right now. That's right. That is it's right. That time of year. It's that time of year where everyone's undefeated. Anything can happen. My team's going to win a Super Bowl. My team's going to win a national championship, and no one can fucking stop me 
from saying that. You know, it's so thinking, just thinking about like the NFL and like with college football and everything. And I mean, we we are uh, at our essence. I mean, we're at our essence. We're XFL and garage based pod, pod, but we're most definitely a sports gambling pod. And uh, there, so much value is going going to exist in week one because you know someone's going to come out and surprise. And if mm-hmm. you're the person who figures it out and just crushes it the week one in in college or or NFL. It'll be the Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings didn't look bad the other day, did they? They look. I mean, their they, their defense looked really bad, but yeah, fair. fair. They didn't look. They didn't look the worst. Yeah, but here's the deal: is uh, is, is that Kirk Cousins is 100 percent going to get COVID um, yeah. once or twice? Uh, no, in, he's going to come out and he's going to be in like a bubble boy outfit, and yeah. he'll be fine. He's just going to Pope mobile it to and from practice yeah, just to and from practice. Just surround himself with plexiglass, not going to deal with any of the other quarterbacks. He's not going to talk to anybody. He's going to isolate. Hey, Kirk Cousins is a fucking idiot. This this I'm saying this and this is not a uh, this is not a political statement, even though the Delta variant is going fucking nuts through Arkansas right now. Um, this is a this is coming from the perspective of somebody who uh, does not want to see who wants to see all the best players on the field, does not want to see any games postponed, possibly forfeited. Uh, and I don't want to see people lose money because because of it. Um, just get the fucking shot. Just get the fucking shot. Yeah, just it's easy. Just fucking do it. Get the fucking shot. I will Lamar. say it. Lamar, I'm talking to you too. I had to, I had to say it in my, in my Stephen A voice. Lamar, get the shot. My last bit on the preseason. The weed. Ah. My last bit on the preseason, and it has to do with your Saints. Uh, the Ravens keep their win streak in the preseason alive. I think this is like 13 in a row for Harbaugh. That all that speaks more to like their depth than anything else, right? Well, like. Even when they were not a very good team, when like the end of the Flacco era, they were still winning those preseason games. I just think Harbaugh is just crazy, like all that family is, and just takes the pregame more serious than other people do. That makes sense. I mean, if if you prepare and you have everyone in the right mindset leading into the game, then it's gonna you're gonna be successful most of the time, even if it's just dog shit preseason games. You got anything else on the preseason? Because I'm just I'm I'm excited for week two. The unders uh, generally still keep going throughout the rest of the preseason. Week one generally is actually the worst statistics for for unders. So I'm just I'm gonna keep pounding unders. That's did, that's my that's my go to. Did we talk about Justin Fields? We I mean I mentioned that he looked really good. And that's right. I, I did watch that full game because of the Dolphins playing in it. And Tua surprised. Tua I was happy with like the chances he was taking. And it sucks that he ended with a pick, but I can't be too disappointed. Just how pissed off are Chicago fans going to be uh, around the month of September? Whatever. I mean, the Cubs are, as I described uh, on Twitter the other day, a flaming dumpster full of of, of heroin needles. And mm-hmm. then they're going to they're going to trot out a Bears team that is led by Andy Dalton. After hey, the White teased, Sox are teased right. them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, you've teased them. You've teased them with this Justin Fields, and now you're gonna you're gonna pull a pull a fast one and put in the red ri- the red rifle. So I have a couple opinions on this. 
A, I do a podcast, uh, The Degenerates Corner with Garrett from Iowa. He's a big Chicago Bears fan, mm-hmm. and he's on Team Dalton. He wants Justin Fields to, like, sit for a year because they're not, in his opinion, and I think in a lot of, like, smart Chicago fans' opinion, they're not winning the division this year, especially not with Aaron Rodgers coming back. They're not, like, going to compete for the division probably. Mm-hmm. Next year, though, they could be fucking dangerous. And I think if you give Justin Fields, like, a year – Dangerous. I'm, but I'm if, he's, a, if he's obviously the better quarterback, probably just put him in there because give him game time experience. That'll be better. Yeah, because, I mean, if, if you think about it from the perspective of Matt Nagy, like how understanding is the front office going to be? Oh, you need you need Matt Nagy. Just like I think even if they do start Dalton, you need that. Justin Fields is like an emergency button to be like, press it. Yeah. Put him in. You, now I'm blameless. If you if you start off zero and five, like you you're one and you're needing to win. If you, if you're coaching for your job, like you're gonna you're you're going to need that emergency shoot that is Justin Fields. Like if, if Dalton's not working out, like if I'm Nagy, like I'll give him some games to sit, but I don't I don't mind them doing like what they did with Tua. You know, like yeah, I would, it, that's an interesting way to. I wonder if more teams won't do that if they have a guy like Dalton or a Fitzpatrick or something like that, where you kind of start with the experienced guy. And then you have like a set date when you want to start your rookie and just that's when you start them. And if things don't work out, you can kind of just flip and flop and be a little chaotic. Fuck it. Yeah. You're Matt Nagy. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, you're right on the fact that like Chicago fans are going to be super disappointed when Andy Dalton comes trotting out with how hyped they were for Justin Fields to like even just come on the field for this preseason game, the cheering that was going on. And then the way he played Andy Dalton starting week one is not imagine if like, Oh God forbid if they both get injured, Nick Foles has to start. Oh Jesus. Donkey dong, donkey dong, Nick Foles and his gigantic penis. Ah. I yeah, don't want to see that if you're a Chicago fan. <laughs> Moving right along, college football fast approaching. We just did our mega podcast, our mega BTV gymnasium college football preview. Mega, I'm going to keep adding mega to it, podcast. That was a fucking blast. Go check that out, folks. It was me, Chase, Magic Mike, Leo, DJs United, Colby, Dantabase, Dant, Fucking college football knowledge dropping on you left and right. Yep. I can't wait for the season to start. I'm, it's this. It's literally like two weeks away, and I'm just I'm salivating. I'm I'm concerned about my my uh, conference you know futures and my uh, totals just based on the the amount of times that people looked at me like the RCA dog you know with their head kind of tilted like what did I, I just say? I don't think anyone had a more head tilt than when Colby said Kansas over. Yeah. See. All right. So that's that so, was. I don't. I don't think I got to say it. That was my favorite total. Was that was, was a good under, one. Was yeah. under. Was the the under. You know, one because it's fun when teams don't win. Like that's fun to watch. That's fun to cheer for a team to oh, run yeah. the table backwards. Yep. I think. Uh, yeah. I love. I love watching like toilet bowl teams, and Kansas oh, yeah. has been one for as long as I can fucking remember. Yeah, man. How do you stop a Jayhawk from flying? You put a goalpost in front of it. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I just – I can't wait. Week zero is fast approaching. Next week we are going to probably be previewing those week zero games and giving – we're going to go through what what picks we have. I'm just going to tell you right now, Nebraska's winning the first game. They're beating Illinois. Nebraska, 
I thought it was pronounced Illinois. Okay. Illinois and Bert. That's good to know. Bert. Scott Frost and the Nebraska Cornhuskers are going to shove a corn cob right up Bert's ass. Yeah, no, Bert Bert will win some games that he's not supposed to win, but it's not going to it's it's going to be against a team that's that where it's really just really going to fuck their their year up sort of he'll thing. He'll be he'll beat Wisconsin and that'll be fucking hilarious. That that would be f- fantastic. I just imagine like all the upset people in fucking peppermint overalls just not jumping around. Which is a shame because I actually like I like uh, I like Paul Christ at Wisconsin. He seems like the perfect coach for that place. Oh yeah, he he's the he's probably. I mean, he was there forever. He he. It seems like if, if you coach at Wisconsin, they really kind of want an Alvarez guy. Yeah, you know they they have to have they, that's that's the thing is like they hold Alvarez in such like high regard that if you're not an Alvarez guy, if you're not from the Alvarez line, then, then they don't want you. And it's a, uh, was it Pitt that got him back from? Yep. They got him yeah. from Pitt. He, I think, how long did he coach at Pitt? Not super. He coached at Pitt for two, for 2012 to 2014. Yeah. It, and that was, you know, after, after uh Bielema made the jump for, or did, did the no? Did the guy from Utah State get the, get that before? That was the that was after the guy from Utah State, Gary. Anderson. It was like Gary Anderson, who he also is Utah State. Isn't Gary Anderson the name of like a Hall of Fame like punter? Also, I think so. or kicker. I think so. Uh, fun fact: Paul Christ got to Wisconsin the same year that Jim Harbaugh got to Michigan. <laughs> and look who's a better program. <laughs> I kind of unleashed my my Michigan oh. hate. You did, and we'll have plenty of time this year for the Michigan takes. Oh yeah, because they'll they'll be nothing. They're they're not that far off from that flame and dumpster fire either. That's fair. That's fair. I can't wait. This literally this time next week, this section will be previewing college football games. That's yeah, how pretty much the entire show. Yeah, man. Yeah, that is I'm, how fucking close we are to week zero. You know, I Jim, I love what we do in here and everything, and like we've got like a structure that we're used to, but like. I'm ready to just kind of throw all that out and just talk about like the upcoming games and the upcoming odds and everything like that's am, that's exciting to me. I am so excited. Also, I'm just going to announce it right now. We are going to be doing uh, once the actual week zero is upon us, we're going to be doing the gymnasium twice a week. We'll have a preview episode and what? this normal episode that you've come to love. That means that Jim is literally going to be on Twitter on all sorts of different platforms, talking football from Friday until they wrap up the NFL game on Sunday night. My Good man. God damn right I am. It's going to be so fucking beautiful. We're literally going to have an entire episode dedicated to nothing but talking about the upcoming football games. Like the NFL and college football. We're just going to go that, that Friday show. That's all that's going to be. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait. Fucking Amazing. Let's keep moving on, but before we get into your wonderful shower thought cul-de-sac segment, I do have to reiterate that the gymnasium is sponsored by Manscaped.com. Specifically, use the promo code XFL at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Go to Manscaped, get the lawnmower 4.0. You don't want a hairy gooch. It's still summertime. It's still like it's you don't want a jungle down there. You want a nice, like barren field. It's just you want it nice and trimmed and looking good, and you don't want it like a sweaty mess. So go over to Manscaped, get the Lawnmower 4.0, and use promo code XFL at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. 
Fuck yeah. Do you know why, Jim? Tell him why. Because there's this gentleman named X, and he desires to give it to you. Also, also, our boy, Gulf Coast guru himself, Matthew McConaughey uses Manscaped. That's just a fact. It is a fact. I like to overlook the fact that Matthew McConaughey is a huge Texas guy. Ah, I'm, I'm going to ignore that fact entirely. Also, got to got to got to mention this. He, I am not scared that Nebraska, Illinois will be a replay of last year. A, because Nebraska is way better than they were in 2020 because we were dog shit in 2020. And B, it's not Lovey Smith. So some weird shit's not happening this time. Does anything about this man look scared? This man is never scared. You're never. fucking right. I, I might be disappointed, like, come November or October, but I will not be scared. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, it is time for my man, the Shower Thought Cul-de-Sac. So, so Jim, you know, as the people may know, we're, we're going to Vegas soon. Mm-hmm. We, got a, we, got, we got a big Vegas trip coming. I want to get some new shoes because I just wear, you know, I, th- I think people call them flip flops. Some people call them hose slides. Uh, I think you and me both are like on the flip flop only train. I feel like, uh, you know, I might might want to wear like a, an actual shoe, you know, for the for the trip. And um, I just don't know what shoes are acceptable for a 36 year old man with two kids anymore. I think if. It depends if people know or if you, if you if they can tell if you're a 36 man year old man with two kids because at some point it just doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. at some point you can wear like New Balances and that's it for the rest of your life. That's like that makes sense, but I feel like New Balances are also like two very separate categories. Like there's like the the stupid white like look like they serve an orthopedic purpose. Dude, new Balances ones. and there's those, those the ones I'm talking about. Okay, like. With some some fucking dockers. So, mm-hmm. but that leads me to to my next thought and question is, at what age does a man just just give up on being like fashionable and trendy? Like we've all we all have dads, and we've all seen our dads at some point just be like, "Yeah, I don't fucking care anymore." They don't say it, but everything about them says it. So I'm trying to think. With my dad, it happened around 45. That's when he like the only time he dresses up at all is funerals and weddings. Right. And by by dress up, that's like those are the only two things he'll ever put a suit on for. Otherwise, dress up is a polo and a nice pair of jeans. Right. And the jeans are. Yeah, that's that's disappointing because I already feel like going up and going (laughs) giving up. And that's like nine years. I can give up way before that. My thought to you is it's not about giving up on fashion. It's creating your own fashion. Like me, I'm a Hawaiian shirt guy through and through. I feel like that hasn't been a thing. It's coming back, but I feel like that hasn't been a thing for a while. I'm literally just a Hawaiian shirt and like athletic shorts guy. That's what I do. That's what I wear for almost everything. So you see this shirt? I made a conscious effort to wear this shirt today because it occurred to me that any time that I'm on like a live stream – I'm only wearing things that are blue or gray and people probably only think that like, you know, that, that those are the only shades of clothes that I own. And to be fair, they're not really that far off. Um, It was a struggle to find a a shirt of a different color that I actually wanted to wear. I went through that in my, uh, in my early twenties, I was like, I have a black shirt and a dark gray shirt and a black shirt and (laughs) a black shirt. And I just, that's all I fucking had. And I, I, it took effort when I was like 24, 25, I was like, I need to get like a green 
or a blue and a red that uh, you need to get a red that's not like a Nebraska Cornhusker shirt. I just need to right. get like a <laughs> God. But see, even yeah. my even my Arkansas shirts. I don't have red Arkansas shirts. I have gray Arkansas shirts with a red logo on them. Those are st- I mean, those are stylish. To be fair, yeah. those are stylish. The, anything where you could you could like plop that logo on, it's going to look good. So what's your favorite dad who's given up? look like your your favorite like either be it like full outfit like accessory you know what what is what is the the go-to where you're like yeah that guy just doesn't care anymore like he's just like fuck it i got these kids i got bills to pay dog so there's two different options at shirt it's it's a polo with a with a pocket and it's got like maybe a stain on it or something like that right but it's a, it's like an off gray shirt either a t-shirt with a pocket or a polo with a pocket it's off gray he's wearing usually it's jean shorts that he just made himself out of a pair of jeans yep and it's going to be um mandals so like your closed toed sandals okay and the shirt like even if it is like a polo shirt will 100 have pit stains because he doesn't care if this is his like only collared shirt that mm-hmm. he'll wear out he will still mow the fucking yard in it and it also it might be like just a little too small so the under bit of his belly hangs yes, out. yes that's yep. key yeah i i'm a fan of the braided belt and the jeans that are like three or four shades too light for like what is deemed like currently Mm-hmm. acceptable usually with a like a bright white or just a way too athletic looking like cross trainer sneaker that's pretty accurate yeah because those the jeans themselves have been like they're actually legit faded they're naturally faded because he just he he's what these jeans are from the 80s he's he's all right he's 100 like he's looked at himself naked in the mirror and he said and I mean, this is it. Like, I'm I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to change my eating habits. I'm pretty much going to be this for the rest of my life. So one pair of jeans will last you a decade and a half. Yep. You're like, I'm not going to actively get any fatter because I'm just I'm this is what I've been doing for years. And I'm definitely not going to get any thinner because I'm fuck working out. So listen, this is just me for the rest of my life. Listen, son, your mom didn't get any new cookbooks or buy a deep fryer. I'm not going to I'm not going to put on a ton of weight. We're also not going fucking vegan anytime soon. The only time he's going to lose weight is when he gets to his 70s and 80s and it just naturally happens and he just his body just starts to decay. So I actually I had that moment like yesterday where I was my my wife was talking about going through our clothes and like getting rid of things that we don't need anymore. I was like, I have a bunch of just like too small stuff I need to get rid of like that. I can't. It's foolish to just hold on hope and say that they're going to fit like this is pretty much it. Like this is me a little bit chubby, probably gonna be a little bit chubby for the rest of my life. I'm in that moment since I'm training for the XFL. I'm still trying to actively lose weight because I want to. I want to try and get down to like the 220, 210 range. So I'm on that journey. From I think March, I was 260. You're also like nine years younger than me, and have had three less back surgeries. That's fair. I have had an infinite amount of less back surgeries than you. So- You'll get to a point where you can put on the skinny clothes, but then you're going to start packing on that mass and the skinny clothes won't fit anymore. And you'll have to wear your fat clothes to hide all I, the that's muscles. Why, that's why I'm not throwing these clothes away. I'm not going to get rid of my fat clothes. It's – I do feel bad because I have like an athletic friend who's now – he's gotten – like he's super fit. I think he's around 200, but his knees are like a thousand times worse than mine. Right. Right. 
Yeah, I feel bad that when we're we're older, he's gonna have like the worst knees. The worst knees ever. Yeah. Just like that's just all. like that's I all. feel bad. I feel bad about your back. Because there's not I feel really bad much about you my can back do. a lot. There's, there's, it sucks that there's not much you can do. Yeah, I've pretty much reached the reached the the limits of modern society like at this point. You can't so. diet your way to a better back. No, no, I cannot. Not at all. Well, I probably could, but as we as discussed, nah, you're we're at that point. I'm. I'll check back with me in like not in like three years, and then I might be at that point. Who knows? I might be a retired XFL player and then just be given up on life. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I you've earned it. I think so. Yeah. What else you got? That it for the shower? Cold as sack, my man. Uh, last thing I got to say, uh, big shout out to my boy Murphy who took uh, 11th in the uh, horse tourney's uh, sponsor showdown. Had a Atta boy. Had a massive prize. Seventh place. He's taken home eight thousand eight hundred forty-one dollars and fifteen cents. Let's see. And also, since since we uh, do talk about the uh, the food here, uh, the bear Chris Falica from uh, College Game Day finished uh, finished third and took home uh, forty-seven thousand dollars. Good fucking night. That's a that's a hell of a payday. Yep. Yep. Let me. I can actually look and see right now what the dull, what the uh, Broncos screwed me out of. Before we move on to the XFL news portion, so that was a the parlay I was screwed out of by the Broncos was a plus sixty one thousand five hundred seventy three parlay. You just made me make my oop fi- my 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 oof face like real yeah. hard. Just yeah, I was I was one game away from a plus sixty one thousand. So Jesus. So fuck you, Denver. I hope you lose all of your games this year. Yeah. Let's just let's move past it onto the XFL news. CFL week two has happened. It's behind us. I've actually had to sit down and talk with CFL Jim because he had a terrible, terrible week picking the games this week. He only he went one and three. He only got the Rough Riders correct, which is fine because that's that's our team. That's the garage's team is the Rough Riders. But he's got to do better. It's uh, you know, it's weird to me that you and you and CFL Jim like got your haircut and trimmed your beards at the same time. Like that blew my mind that he did it too. So the thing behind this is uh, this will probably be revealed sometime next year. But the gyms in the Jimiverse, we are all connected in a certain way. So when something happens to one of us, it happens to all of us. It's by the penis. I don't want to spoil it's, it, but, but I mean, it's by it's by it's by the penis. It's by the, it's, it's by the penis. It's, it's it's by the, so like it's, it's how you maybe I didn't other. maybe I didn't get my haircut. Maybe it was X League gym or maybe it was CFL gym. Maybe it was one of the other gyms who got their haircut. It just affects me. So is it like the movie like Looper where like, you know, they start cutting pieces off of Paul Dano and then old Paul Dano just randomly it's, loses. It is like that without the time travel. We're just connected in a way like that. Yeah. But Spiritually through the spirit penis, through our ghost penises, we are connected. This is my my last deviation, but uh, in what world did Joseph Gordon-Levitt grow into Bruce Willis? Did you did you? I loved how they did it in that movie. As the last bit of the tangent is, they basically just showed Gordon-Levitt in a in a wig, and then they showed him with like a bald cap, and then they just now he's Bruce Willis. 
Okay. That's that's enough nitpicking at movies that came out like 10 years ago. So, Man, I can't believe it. So to reiterate, CFL, the Stampeders fucking lost to the British Columbia Lions. I really, I really was hoping the Stampeders could do it. Don't know. Don't know why I thought they could, but I thought they could. The Blue Bombers, 20 to 7 over the fucking Toronto Argonauts. I, and by I, I mean CFL Jim, had faith in the Argonauts. They looked pretty good. I thought they could be competitive, and they just weren't. That was it's, a, the, that was, uh, it's the maple leaves all over. Sorry, the maple leaves all over again. For real. Just, I, I, yeah. And then I thought the that the Elks having an actual week to play over the Alouettes would have been uh, like that would have been a smart move because they played week one and the Alouettes were starting. This is their fresh game. They're, they might be jittery. Who knows? But they just come in and stomp all over the Elks. Yeah, I I've only seen gotten to see uh, CFL highlights yet. I like I need to I need to actually get tuned into a game. I'll touch base with you so you can give me I'll touch base with. Schedule. Yeah, touch base, mm-hmm. touch base with CFL Jim. He'll hook you up. Um, he's got some good maple syrup on tap, too. So he's he's got it. He's got it on the lowdown. Week three coming up. I'm going to give my XFL Jim opinions and I want your opinions on these. We have the Edmonton Elks versus the British Columbia Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions, the BC Lions. I got to go with the BC Lions. They just they look the part. They're looking good. Love me some Lions here. Hey, the it's, Mont- a, it's, a, it's a long yeah. trip to the west coast of Canada. It's true. It's true. The Montreal Alouettes versus the Calgary Stampeders. Ooh. That's a tough one. A Stampeder Alouette. I don't know. I, I kind of like the name Alouettes is kind of like growing on me. Like it feels dope and also dickishly French. I'm going to go with the Alouettes. I mean, it, it, that fits for Montreal. I'm also going to go on the Alouettes here. They just surprised me coming out this in week two. And I think they keep this momentum going. Blue bombers versus the Argonauts again. It's a back-to-back game, but this time the blue bombers are going to Toronto. It's hard to beat a team twice. It's probably even harder to beat a team uh, two times in a row. That, you know what? The, it reminds me though of that outcast song bombs over Toronto. Um, I, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say the Winnipeg blue bombers. Um, blow up Ex- the Argonauts XFL Jim is going to go Toronto here but CFL Jim might have a different opinion okay and last but not least the Red Blacks versus the Rough Riders this Rough one, Riders yeah I'm going to go Rough Riders this is this is an interesting game though this is a close one the Rough Riders are known to stop drop shut them down open up shop whoa oh that's how Rough Riders roll. roll. Fuck yeah. yeah. Rough Riders all day. Last bit of XFL news. We had a couple XFL quarterbacks I want to shout out that were playing in the NFL preseason. First off, my boy, Taylor Heineke, Washington football team. He looked all right. Um, I just love it. I, I, I love that Washington has like a journeyman in Fitzpatrick. who's He's going to get the start. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. And – my question is, can Heineke Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick? Because what Ryan Fitzpatrick does is, is when he's the backup on your team, your quarterback will play like shit. And then Fitzpatrick will come in and ball out. And then I, like, give him like seven games and he'll play like shit. If, well, yes. If, 
that's that's the thing with Fitzmagic is Fitzmagic is always it's most potent at the like the beginning of the season. Like I could 100 percent see them be ready to say, OK, we're just going to we're just going to try something different as as like a change of, of pace. Like, I don't know. I, I think the Fitzmagic has a lot of uh, a lot of value as just like a calling influence in like quarterback meetings and on the sideline. I think he's if you're trying to like break in a quarterback like Taylor Heineke, who I to be honest, is probably going to be sort of like a journeyman sort of quarterback. Maybe he could be like a, a franchise quarterback, but it's it's hard to say. One of these guys being mentored by Fitzpatrick is so fucking good for them. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I I feel like Taylor Heineke is kind of the same kind of quarterback in terms of like a smart kind of cerebral quarterback like like uh, Fitzmagic is. And I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, he's got a good – good person to to learn from i there's i i i don't doubt that we will at least see taylor heineke start two to three games and i i will say like that's the baseline i think he could most definitely start more games than that i would love it i would fucking love it and the other xfl quarterback i want to mention played today for the fucking panthers it's your boy. It's the roughneck fever king himself pj fucking walker and he looked fucking good that dude is just lightning in a fucking bottle like God, he's he, fucking fun to watch he's he's so exciting to watch i think that pj walker has a really good chance to play a lot this season like if sam darnold is like beyond repair like hell yeah you throw pj walker and he adds so much so much to what you can do on offense and with him and mccaffrey mm-hmm. oh good luck like he's a i fucking I, playmaker yeah, man, him him and McCaffrey could could team up to do some just like next level shit. Yeah, oh, I, I had a lot of fun, like just seeing the highlights I saw of PJ Walker today. He looked fantastic, fucking super hype. My dream, my dream for this year is to have three XFL quarterbacks starting in one week. If I could get like PJ Walker, Taylor Heineke and for somehow Josh Johnson to start for an NFL team in like one week together. That would be a dream come true. I, I mean, that would be awesome. I, I feel like it gives a little bit of validation to what what the second iteration of the XFL was doing too. Um, I mean, they, they have like I think the Steelers have a couple offensive linemen, and then the Chargers obviously have Donald Parham at, mm-hmm. on their tight end roster, and he's mm-hmm. he's gonna start. Like he's gonna start some of these games. It's yeah, especially it's, it's I mean, a good they way don't to, have like, Hunter Henry anymore. So yep. It's a great way to like for these players to get a shot at the NFL. That's as as a non-biased version of me. This is the XFL is great to give these guys who for some reason maybe they had a bad combine, maybe they just get flushed through like practice squads or something and that something just doesn't work out. Um they get they get discovered. Like they are able to get film on the big screen and show off and jump onto an NFL team. That is something that the XFL can and has proven to do. I let's set let's set an over under on XFL quarterbacks that get a start in the NFL this season. One and a half. You gotta say one and a half. I'm going over. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna say they get to two. I'm gonna say they get to two. That will be it for the XFL news this week. Uh um, before before we move on, I just have to say, hey, Danny Garcia, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Redbird Capital, you guys, fucking sprinkle some more breadcrumbs. We haven't had any news of the XFL since the CFL talks just went kaput. And this was like – that was like early July, like late June. What the 
fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, I mean, if you sprinkle some breadcrumbs, and if you're interested in eating XFL Jim as a meal, like he will one Hansel and Gretel that like all the way to your cabin in the woods, and you can cook them like an old German witch. I just want to talk about like actual XFL stuff so fucking bad. I I want news so bad. I want to just plug it right into my veins. They could say anything, anything, and I would do a week's worth of content on it. I'll fucking tell you that right now. Oh, and I don't doubt it in the slightest. Fucking Christ. Okay, let's move on. NFL now. We're on week 14. Let's pick some fucking games. We're done with college. College is done. We've picked every single college football game. We had some hot takes sprinkled in there. I'm pretty sure we have Western versus Central or Eastern Michigan for the MAC. Um, it's gold, as good as gold. Book it. I mean, Western or Central could very easily win it. Yeah, 100. percent Fucking all on it. Let's get to the NFL game number one: Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. Well, at this point, Kirk Cousins has his second bout of COVID for the year, so uh, we're gonna go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me the Steelers also. This is a Thursday night game. That's prime time. Fade Kirk Cousins every time. Right. Falcons at the Panthers. Panthers. Panthers because P.J. Walker is going to get the start this late in the season and take the Panthers to a playoff game. (laughs) There we go. There There we we fucking go. go. 49ers at the Bengals. Bengals. Give me the 49ers here. I like your I like your take though. I I I feel like as the season like carries on that like I feel more safe picking the Bengals later in the season than I do early in the season. I, I'm the opposite because I feel like Burrow might get re-injured. I'm scared of that. I wish they would I'm still I'm still scared of that offensive line. I wish they would have gone for just like a top flight tackle. I'm still very scared for Joe Burrow. Baltimore at the Browns. This will be a good game. This will be a really good game. I've been high on the Browns. I'm going to give this one to the Ravens. I'm going to go to the Ravens. I'm giving this one to Cleveland. Seahawks at the Texans. Seahawks. Yeah, give me the Seahawks there. Las Vegas at Kansas City. Vegas at Kansas City. This was in Vegas. I might take the Raiders here just because they seem to – give the Chiefs trouble later in the season, but I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. I, I was thinking the same thing, have the same logic and have the same pick. Yeah. If this was a, if this was in like the Death Star, then yeah, I'd have a different opinion maybe. The Saints at the Jets. Oh, God. I've, 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 I've been so confident. <laughs> Which, by the way, Zach Wilson played pretty well. He looked his, pretty good. His, it was another situation of, of a rookie uh, looking pretty darn good. Uh, the Saints. Yeah, I'm also going to go the Saints here, but that's – I don't know. Uh, if, the, if the Jets actually turn into a good team, that division becomes pretty damn hard all of a sudden. Yeah, it, it definitely does. You have you have a couple of up-and-comers. You've got a team that's just come up, and then you always have the Patriots. Yep. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Oh, God, Tennessee's going to – Give me the fucking Titans. Fade Urban Meyer to the dirt. Yep. Cowboys at the Washington football team. I've got hard knocks. I got hard knocks syndrome. 
Every I start watching I start watching Hard Knocks and like I then I convinced myself that the team that was on Hard Knocks actually might be pretty good this year. Um Cowboys? Oh, 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 I hate it. I hate it. Give me Washington all day there. I hate I hate You heard it. it in my voice. I hated it also. Yep. Yep. I understand. The Detroit Lions at the Denver Broncos. And I'm just gonna tell you, I'm going Detroit because I'm just very, very mad at Denver right now. That I mean, your spite just stole my thunder because I was gonna swoop in and make a Detroit pick, but uh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Also, like I don't know who the fuck Denver's gonna be trotting out at quarterback. And I I like I'm not as low on golf as some people are. I still think he has like the potential to be a decent quarterback. He I think he's he's good in the play action. And if the Lions can like trot out a, a decent little running game to give him something to throw off of and kind of take take the heat off of him, give him that little level of deception to get, you know, maybe just like an extra yard of separation for some of those wide not be bad i i don't think he's terrible i don't think he's terrible i just don't think he really kind of you know he's ended up fitting with sean mcveigh yeah he's just not great yeah yeah giants at the chargers chargers Ooh. chargers yeah, chargers yeah i'm one of the chargers here that's a long ways to travel buffalo bills at the tampa bay buccaneers oh boy buffalo bills yep give me buffalo no one wants to kick Brady more in the dick than the Buffalo Bills. By the way, I I feel like you're crazy if you're saying that the that the Buccaneers are going to go like 18-0. Yeah, you, I don't see it. Let's see it. You're fucking. They they had a like the middle of the regular season last year. They weren't even that great. I mean, they just, they're they, going to they be good. They're probably, the end. They'll be they're good. good. They're going to win that division, but they're also going to lose a handful of games. And one of them is going to be to the Buffalo Bills because we said heard it. He marked it down. I'm just saying you saw it last year, the middle to like the near the end of the regular season. The Bucks weren't that great. And then they got hot in time for the playoffs and fucking just steamrolled their way through the playoffs. Yeah. And I don't even think that it's necessarily like an issue of like the team like gelling or anything. Like, I, I don't think that them being like together another year is going to change change any of that. Like they're together another year, but they're also got a, a old ass core, old ass core of players. Like also, are we just like super confident they're going to repeat when they like they had close games against like they weren't they they're they were surprisingly close against the Washington football team. They were pretty close and competitive with the Packers. And like you see the what, Chiefs are going to be reloaded yeah. and actually have an offensive line this year. Exactly. I feel people are just completely looking over the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Like I, I which I don't understand. Like you give Patrick Mahomes a healthy foot and an offense, and yeah. I mean, I, you tell me who else is going to win the, the AFC. I I don't know who it is. I, I think I either the, almost, you gotta say either like the Chiefs or Buffalo maybe like Buffalo is their next best competition, right? And I mean it could take it could still take like another like year or two for Buffalo to like reach that level. Like you know uh, teams have their arcs unless you're like the, the Patriots, but even the Patriots had their arcs where they were winning conference championships and then they were like down for a couple of years. Like you you got a good couple of years until until Kansas City like starts you know being on the decline you need some of the like the legion of zoom to like you know move to other teams retire things like that for that to that to start to happen exactly i don't know why people are sleeping on them next up 
Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. At this point, Justin Fields is the starting quarterback, and he goes into Lambeau Field. He throws for 574 yards and 16 touchdowns, and the Bears win 345-9. to nine. I like it. The, the nine is a touchdown and a, and a safety. So at this point in the season, Justin Fields is the quarterback. He leads the Bears into Green Bay. Gets like 400 yards, a bajillion touchdowns, and still loses the game to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, that sounds more realistic. Last up, the L.A. Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, I'm high on the Rams. I'm, I'm going Rams here. I like it. I like it. Give me the Cardinals here late in the season. The Cardinals, the I think Cardinals might have my, my favorite uh, defensive player in the NFL. It's fair. Who do you think it is? Guess. I want you to guess. 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 I want you to guess. 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 I uh, guess. I want you to guess. Guess. Fuck guess. His name. I want you to guess. Guess. I guess. Know. I don't know. Are you googling or you want me to say it? I'm googling it, so I don't know. All right. I still want you. I want you to guess, though. Guess. 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 Nate, just name any player on. on I don't. The, I literally don't know on the Cardinals defense. I don't fucking know. They they got they got Patrick Peterson. They just traded for JJ Watt. Where have you been, my man? Uh, well, I know they got JJ Watt. So you know that they, is they he have your favorite? You know, is he your favorite? Is it JJ Watt? No, I didn't <laughs> think so. It's Buda Baker. Buda Baker's fucking fast, man. Buda Baker's he awesome. Is, I love Buda Baker. God damn, I feel so. I feel dis- disappointed in myself. <sighs> I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to do that to you. No, it's all good. You didn't do it. I did it to myself. (laughs) Moving on from the NFL and my disappointment, we don't have college football games to pick because we're already done with the season, but we do have the all-name team of college football to go through. Just run through these names, see how we think about them. Quarterback, starting off, quarterback from Tyler Jr. College, General Booty. God, it's it's the duty of General Booty. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. That's like, but, a, that's, uh, like a, that's like an eight out of ten to me. It also it feels like it's lost. Its, the booty has has lost its shock factor, like the last name Booty, because you had so many yep. booties that played at LSU. But yep. like when you put the name of like a, a military rank in front of it, if it was Colonel Lieutenant, oh, God, it was I'd Colonel be Booty. It. It'd be so good. Yeah. First or major major booty. Major booty would have been awesome. First running back, Cavassier Smoke from Kentucky. Favorite name in football. For one, Cavassier Smoke, literally a cognac and and, mm-hmm. and a fucking Newport. And second of all is that I love the fact that uh, the liquor Cavassier is so goddamn difficult to spell that they, they went ahead and they're like, nope, this is how we spell Cavassier. It's with a K. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking why not? Next up at running back, Tank Bigsby, Auburn. I feel like he's playing the wrong position. I do. Uh, Tank Bigsby to me sounds like a linebacker. That is a linebacker name. That is 100% yeah. a linebacker name. Uh, it's a good name, but it, you're you it, either like the coaching staff or someone fails you because you're playing the wrong position. On a related note, the for wide receiver from Tulane, Fat Watts does not sound like a wide receiver name to me. 
It doesn't. It doesn't. But it's got kind of like a little bit of a New Orleans tradition because, you know, like you got Fats Domino, Fats Waller, mm-hmm. all, all, all from there to your to your uh, NOLA classic uh, R&B. Um, so I feel I feel like one, it fits the team. And uh, two, it's it's deceptive. Like if I'm if I'm a DB, I was like, I got to guard Fats. Sweet. Right. Easy. Yeah. Next no, I don't need any Gatorade, guys. You guys take the Gatorade. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Next up, a wide receiver from Clemson, Aju Aju. I love double names like Taki Taki. Uh, yep. So uh, Aju Aju is good. Um, and it. also, you can dip your sandwich in him. Two I was times. gonna say. I was gonna say that's <laughs> anyone who's named after like a dipping sauce is yeah. perfect in my book. Double dip your roast beef and Aju Aju. <laughs> Next up, tight end from Wyoming, John Michael Gillenborg. That's a Wyoming is, name. Yeah, name, but that name doesn't belong on this list. No, that's it's, kind of like a, that's a pretty funny. normal name. Unless that is like the same name as someone as like a failed, like a I don't know, like, like a, a failed Belgian, you know, fucking action like star. Military. Yeah, it's. I feel like there are better names. Yeah, yeah, boo, boo to whoever made this list. Next up, offensive line from Auburn, Brodarius Ham. That's Ham as an offensive line. Is I, just, I, that's perfect. Ham, Ham as an offensive line. I also, um, I, I'm going to recall the name of another offensive lineman uh, who had another kind of like same like hybrid name, like Debrickashaw. Like, oh yeah, I, I feel like Brodarius Ham is the is the new Debrickashaw Ferguson. Yep, I think I think it 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 rolls off the tongue in a very similar way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Next up, another offensive line from one of our favorite schools, Western Michigan, Dylan Death Rage. Directional Mish School. Uh, I'm Death really Rage. not. So there's a horse trainer named Corey Death Rage that uh, I. So I like that. This one's kind of lost its shock fast factor. Uh, like, I, admittedly, it's a better name for football than it is for training horses. Like, <laughs> PETA might be all up in that ass uh, if it, it had some sort of like his horse will win or he'll go into a death rage. I also like I like the alliteration factor that it's a double D name like a Dylan death rage just sounds like an 80s G.I. Joe villain. Yeah. Or uh, or 100 percent like a WWF wrestler. Oh, yeah. Like Not a, a like WWE a wrestler, a WWF wrestler. Yeah. All double D. <laughs> Up next, offensive line from App State, Bear Hunter. That's just an App State name through and through. I, I like the I like the 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 name for App State, and then I I also like that it, that they went with like a weird German bear mm-hmm. spelling. B A E R. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Fucking, that's good stuff. Good. That's a good one. Next one, parties at October. Oh, he, I bet he fucking goes hard. Next yep. up, offensive line from Cal, Gentle Williams. Any lineman need, whose name is Gentle, that's fucking great. I don't need any Powerade this week, guys. I'm going up against Gentle. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know, gotta gotta love gotta love a a, a deceptive name, man. It's like having a, a fat friend named Tiny. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like I like Gentle, um, especially because like you're gonna be able to watch these games and you're gonna see Gentle Williams pancake somebody. And I can already tell you what's going to come out of like the broadcaster's mouth. Like, I'll just give you the, the opening to it. It's like, well, his name is gentle. But he's anything but. Exactly. <laughs> like. I like it. I just want to say to anybody who calls a cow game, I fucking said it first. 
Oh, we yeah. said it first. Make sure you give credit where it's due. That's all we're asking. Right. Last offensive lineman, Iowa State, Dodge Saucer. Saucer. Or saucer. Sa- it's got to be Saucer. It can't be Saucer. That's just such like a classic, like upper Midwest, like Germanic, mm-hmm. like Scandinavian name. And like Dodge. OK, like are we are. Is this a great name because it's the same name as a as a truck or a town in Kansas? Like it doesn't seem that weird to me. That just sounds like a pretty common like upper plains, Midwest, like Minnesota, Dakotas, Iowa, Nebraska. Like there's probably a bunch of Dodge Sousers out there. Yeah, it, I mean, I've, if if you just took the first name Dodge, like I'm sure. All right, I, I can't tell you how many people I graduated from high school with who are probably named Dodge. Or how many people I graduated high school with who uh, probably have uh, hunting dogs also if, named if their last if, if his last name was Ram, then we'd be talking. Yes. Maybe Seltzer is like for Ram. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Moving on to the defense. We have a defensive lineman from Boston College, Shittacilla. I can't wait for his mixtape to drop. I don't know drop. if I'm pronouncing I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but that is how it is spelled S H I T T A S I L L A H Shitta Silla. He was he was featured on a couple Wiz Khalifa tracks and he fucking <laughs> burned Went it off. down. Yeah, man. He goes he goes hard, but he's also like a socially aware rapper, Shitta Silla. Um so like, the Stone Cold Killer. <laughs> so it's it's either like a rapper who's like aware of everything going on, or I almost think it's like an off-brand Godzilla. Paging already bets. Paging already bets. We need a Shittacilla freestyle. Paging already bets. Fuck yes, we do. Already bets. Up Please net. pick up the white courtesy phone. <laughs> we need a Shittacilla <laughs> freestyle. Oh, dude, we're gonna need to we're gonna need to find some prop bets on Shittacilla and get him to wrap them. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Up next, defensive lineman out of UAB, Fish McWilliams. That's that's a great one. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's what's the what's the McDonald's fish fillet sandwich by McFish? Fish fillet. <laughs> yeah, it's like an Irish fish. Um, dish. <laughs> that's this is so like simple. That's what like, uh, yeah. Now what the Irish Catholics eat during Lent. Now that I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of this like story of like my friend who like now like runs a bank. So I'm not going to say his name in high school talking about just like the most terrible shits he took after eating like a McFillet of fish. <laughs> that's, so, I mean, yeah. that's, that's such a good one. Fish McWilliams it, is so good. When you, nostalgia level. <laughs> it's like so name your kid like, oh, my kid's name is dog. <laughs> it's yeah, just name your kid so- an animal. Yeah, like, is he like Native American? Like that makes ah. sense if his, you know, fi- fish raindrop, fra- fish <laughs> raindrop, Native American Irish, <laughs> elk, elk penis Williams. Good fucking lord! Oh, By the way, have defensive. You... Oh, go ahead. Just speaking of of like crazy Indian stuff, have you seen Reservation Dogs yet? If not, you have to. I it's like kids. To. Yeah, it's on FX. It's kids. Like it's set on like an Oklahoma Indian reservation, and it's just like so fucking spot on with its like overwhelming oakiness. Okies are weird people. Weird are people. Very, very fucking weird people. And reservation life is crazy. So, so like, yeah, it's it's you gotta check it out. It's awesome. Sorry to okay. deviate. 
No, we're that's gonna happen probably by next week. These D line names are fucking amazing. Next up, defensive lineman out of Kentucky, Octavius Oxidine. I can't wait for him to fight Optimus Prime in just the Transformer <laughs> battle of the century. I mean, that's good. I, I Spider Man villain. Yeah, no, I I like I like uh, uh, the names that end in the uh, the us and uh, have especially like with this one that has like sort of like a Roman emperor like re- regal name and then you attack it onto an oxidine, right? God damn, two fucking good. Up next, defensive lineman out of UCF, Big Cat Bryant. Now, I want to know, did his parents actually name him Big Cat or is it just Cat? I I had the exact same question. Like, is this really his legal name? Um, I guess you could ask that of of a couple of people. Um, Like, was Shittacilla born a Shittacilla? I I doubt the validity of that. 100% doubt the validity of that. So I say boo. I say boo. I will I will say boo as well. Okay, here it is right now. Bryant, whose given first name is Markavius. Fuck this. Get off my list. I mean Markavius is pretty good, but yeah. Yeah. You're not you're not big cat. Linebacker out of Florida, Chief Borders. That's a good one. That's a I, that's a good that's a defensive back name. That's a D back name. Yeah, that's I agree. Yeah, um, that's that's a good one. Like that reminds me of the Bailey brothers when you name someone chief because you had mm-hmm. champ and boss champ, champ and boss Bailey. God, yep. how all right? How would you like to name your kid something like chief, champ, boss? Uh, that's a dog then, name. That's a dog yeah. name. That's what you and call then, your kids when you already have a name for them. My thing is like, all right, you name them and like you're setting them up to do something just like super manly with their lives how would you like to like have just a a great kid who's a mathlete named you know chief 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 or champ or boss or cannon or, or something like that or like it's like so what is what is uh what does champ do these days uh uh and he's in hr um you know like yeah. he works some sort of menial job like you pretty much have to perform either that or you have to change your name exactly up next your favorite, I can only imagine, out of Arkansas, linebacker, bumper pool. That's, That's just one. being self-aware. That's just knowing who you are as a family if your name is is bumper pool. It's like, hey, man, we got a kid. It was either Kitty or Bumper, and we went with Bumper. Yep. I'm sure he probably has like a sister named Kitty or something like that. It's a, it's Cecily, but they just call her Cess. Yep. I love it. I fucking love that. <laughs> Up next, linebacker out of North Carolina, Power Eccles. Uh, The name Power is good. Also, like you can't be like a, you know, a creator who makes things on living if your name is Power. Yep. Next up, also out of North Carolina, defensive back Storm Duck. Pretty good. That's That's all you said. That's, That's solid. Next up, defensive back out of Auburn. The second smoke out of the SEC, Smoke Monday. I feel like the smokes are, are are at the right position too. Like with a name like smoke, you have to be able to just like rotate somebody on the field. Don't you? Mm, you just have to be like, you have to light people up or smoke tons of weed or one of the two. It's one the, of the, the, two. the only two options. Next up defensive back out of Wyoming, Buck Coors. And it's a damn God fucking damn shame. It, that is, a good name. Is, it, is a damn shame that NIL 
for college players does not allow them to be sponsored by alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's that's just a this guy would be making fucking bank. But Coors has a especially because he plays at Wyoming, has a belt buckle that is bigger than your head. He's got a truck that is jacked up, which has a graphic on it with the truck's name, which is Pride and Prejudice. And he just fucking, you know, just, hey, we couldn't get Buck Coors out of the deer stand to play this Saturday. You know, it was was opening weekend of of hunting season. So, you know, Buck Coors was going to miss the game. Exactly. It's hunting season. He can't be. I'm sorry. He can't be here, folks. So quick question for you. If you experience this in Nebraska, like we do in Arkansas, the first weekend of modern gun deer season is like always the most lowly attended game of the Mm -hmm. Arkansas season. Like you can always see just like empty spots because like no one's there. Everyone's hunting. Well, for Nebraska, like all the games are quote unquote sold out. So you're going to see like a huge crowd regardless because what happens is all the Western Nebraska people will be out hunting, but those tickets just get bought out by like Eastern Nebraska people that don't hunt. Right. Like all right, the Omaha right. people that usually wouldn't go to a game, they'll go to that game. They, they go to that game so they don't have to mix with those people. Exactly. Fuck it. Exactly. Fucking Omaha elites. Fucking Omaha people. Up next, D-back out of San Diego State, New Zealand Williams. Just what the hell? <laughs> I think his parents just maybe like took a vacation there once and just really loved the country. Uh, they're big Flight of the Concords fans, and so they wanted to pay off, pay homage. Huge Lord of the Rings fans. Yeah, yeah, they were. You know, New Zealand's dad invited New Zealand's mom over to you know watch a movie and chill, and that movie just happened to be uh, New Ze- you know, Lord of the Rings, and then uh, you know, nine months later, out came New Zealand Williams. There you fucking go. Up next, kicker out of Iowa State, Connor Asale, or I'm going to say Asley. Ass Alley. <laughs> ass Alley. I think it's Ass Connor, Alley. Connor Ass Alley. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the perfect, who, like, if he plays bad, just like, dude, this guy played like ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's played like he lives on Ass Alley. Uh, yeah. It's a. Uh, for for kickers being the most notable like pussies on the team, well, someone named Ass Alley who is like easily pick pick onable by the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. That's on mm-hmm. that's on brand. And last but certainly not least, punter out of UMass, George Georgeopolis. That's fucking George good. George. George George, the man so nice they named him twice. That's so fucking good. That is George good. Georgeopolis. Many people don't know that George Georgopoulos actually runs BTV. Um, we, we know him yep. as Leo. <laughs> That's yep. I mean, Leo's just a stage name, so. Yeah, yeah, but he's really George George, the man so nice they named him twice. Mm, fucking hmm. That was a good. There's some. There's some really good standouts in that old name team. I would like to just point out that George Georgopoulos, as the punter for UMass, is going to get a lot of screen time this year. They're going to punt a lot. That's right. They're going to punt a lot. He's going to be out there a lot. A whole lot. Okay. What's going on in the garage before we get into our live bets? Let me just give you a little rundown. What's going on in the garage right now? Uh, Already said gymnasium's going twice a week during the football season. Get fucking hyped for that, folks. We're doing a preview episode and the episode you love here and now always. 
Uh, I have a workout video. My my workout video with Chase is coming out this week where I trained like a horse. I trained like a fucking bomb motherfucker. Mantis's video came out like weeks ago, but my video is coming out this week. Ooh, ooh, is this like a like a, a different cut of it? It is it is the it is the XFL gym workout cut. Mantis's was like the horse uh documentary cut. This is the this is the XFL gym workout cut where I Dude. I'm gonna narrate over it and everything. Right Do you hear that? That's I want that. Just inject that directly into me. Like I I was there for that and I still can't see enough of that. So if you give me another version of it, hell yeah. Remix. And last but certainly not least, in the garage news, I'm going to try my fucking hardest. I've been talking about it every week. I want a Rampage video out this year. I want it so bad. I'm going to do my hardest. I'm going to try my hardest to get a Rampage video out by the end of this year. I slapped it's myself a little happen. bit too hard so that the sound would come through on, on the microphone. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna bruise tomorrow. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm excited. Like... I know you've been working so hard on these rampage videos. Like it feels like anytime that I'm talking to you and you're not, you're not, you know, working or or just bullshitting with me, you are working on these like rampage videos. So I'm excited because I know my boy got the chops. So I'm really excited to see what you come out with. I'm very, very fucking excited. Now let's get into the live bets to end the show. You know how to do it. We know how to do it. Five bets that we love simple as that all right are you ready for this baseball parlay oh wow. uh, seen that coming yeah so uh tomorrow i've got the cubs and i've also got the ooh, where are they uh, cubs and the marlins plus 579 on the money line two team parlay Ooh, I like that. I like that. The Cubs have to win another game eventually. So, and the odds just keep getting better and better on the Cubs. So, just keep betting more each week and eventually you'll break even. I will parlay. I will parlay the over in both of those over eight and a half for the Brave for the Braves Marlins, over eight, nine for the Cubs Reds. And over 10 for the Astros Royals parlay that for okay. plus 582. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me, let's see. Let's see. I've got to, let me see. I'm going to switch it up here. I'm going to try to find, I'm going to go Super Bowl 56 odds to win. Let's go with the, let's go with the Los Angeles Rams plus 1400. I like that. I do like that play. I have a play for this weekend, uh, almost six days from today, Saturday, English Premier League. The EPL is back. Give me Manchester City minus two and a half over Norwich City at minus 120. Where? Oh, let's see. La Liga. Let's see what we got in La Liga. (laughs) Ooh, ooh, ooh. FC Barcelona, Athletic Bilbao, whatever, <laughs> to draw, to draw 
plus 265, but also give me Athletic Bilbao to win in regulation time plus 90. Ooh. No, no Messi. I know they're Barcelona and they've got a lot else, but no Messi. Might as well take a shot. It's true. Might as well fucking take a shot. I'm trying to think. Do what do I? I I feel like I gotta go a Super Bowl here now too. Give me. Be my last one for the day. I already have the Packers. Uh, shoot. There's none that I like that are huge long shots. You know what? I'm going to give you, I'm going to throw you a bone. Give me the New Orleans Saints to win the Super Bowl 28 to 1. Jameis comes in, throws a bajillion touchdowns, and fixes his interception problem. I love the way you're thinking, but you're never going to see that money again. <laughs> I, already have my, um, I already have my Green Bay Packers ticket, but. I have a problem. I have bet either. I think for the last five years, I have bet either the Seahawks or the Saints every time. I was very, very angry in that Rams Saints game. Dude, they would have won the Super Bowl that year. They would have won the fucking Super Bowl. I will. I had a huge Saints ticket going into that, and I was very happy, and I was very pissed off. All right. So last one for me. Um Let's see. Both of these teams are, are plus money in, in Major League Soccer, which which says draw to me. So let's go with the San Jose Earthquakes and the Minnesota United plus 265 on the draw. I like that. I definitely like that play. Um. OK, here's my real last one. We talked about some uh, some futures in college football. I'm going to give you one right now. Give me. I'm going to go with one I didn't say. Give me the Cal Bears to win the Pac-12 at 25 to 1. Hey, man, you're just putting your money where your gymnasium mouth is. And I like it. It's damn right I am. It feels like a bet on Cal, but it also feels like a bet on yourself. That's exactly. What better bet to make than a bet on me? That's all my bets, my man. That's, That's it for me too, man. Well, without further ado, that is the end of the Gymnasium Podcast. Where can the people find you, my friend? You can always find me being abrasive on Twitter at of Oaklawn. That's O-F and the word Oaklawn. Uh, let's see. T- Tuesday night, I should be recording podcasts with my, my boy, Cherry Drank, at On The Wrong Lead. We'll be doing that. I'll probably be out Tuesday night. Um, Thursday, uh, we'll have the On The Wrong Lead live stream. We'll be looking at all the racing action, uh, stable dual competitions, uh, all that all that shit. Probably do a little recap Saratoga weekend and uh, look forward to what's going on at Saratoga next weekend because all those boys are Saratoga next weekend for the Alabama. Um, and then Ooh. let's see. Friday, that's a big race. Uh, Friday, I will be with uh, our fellow BTV cohort, Blackjack Fletcher, and uh, our much more attractive than us uh, co-host, uh, Danielle Monnier, a.k.a. Summer Ray of the WWE, WWE diva herself. Uh, you and I, coming soon, our Friday college football preview, college football oh, NFL preview yeah. show. And then I'm always here with my boy in the gymnasium on Sunday nights. Fucking love it. You guys know where you can find me. I'm on Twitter, 
too much, some people would say, at XFL Gym. I'm on Instagram at XFL Gym. YouTube, XFL Gym. I'm dropping weekly videos. I'm dropping gymnasium. I'm dropping gymnasium tailgates. I am all over the place. I'm going to be hitting it up with my boy here Fridays, Sundays. It's going to be a fucking blast. I'm hitting up with the Gulf Coast Guru Magic Mike every Monday. We're breaking down college football. We're almost done with all of our conference previews. We should be done this week. I am everywhere on the internet, folks. Find me. Just look up XFL Gym, and I will be there. Thank you for listening. Make sure you give us a follow, a subscription, whatever. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are everywhere. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Give us a like, and spread the word of the garage all over. Love you guys. Keep listening. Stay hashtag garage certified, and peace out.